Hello and welcome back to the No Ratings Podcast. I have sacrificed my love for Liverpool this evening because Liverpool are playing right now against Everton. Obviously, when you're hearing this, they will have already won that game because it's 2-0 now. And Cody Gakpo has scored. Put your 007 memes away. Um, more importantly, though, more importantly, Trajista came planned with a load of uh, memes and his entire night of Twitter has been ruined because of Cody Gakpo. So let's start there. Why are you hating on Cody Gakpo, brother? I'm not hating on Gakpo. It's just the, the game is the game. You know, everyone everyone holds it from time to time. It was it may have been his time. He, he escaped. He's 006. He escaped <laughs> by one by flipping 45 minutes. We take those. Um, also, you will see that we've got Colleen and Lives as well. But just before we get to them, uh, this is the first episode ever that's going to go on YouTube. First time I put in a full episode on YouTube, mainly because we decided that we've got the edit there, sat there and... And why not put it on YouTube? We've got a YouTube channel. Uh, so if you're watching this on YouTube, make sure you subscribe, like, follow all the guys in the description. If you're listening on the pod, then uh, make sure you follow the pod. Colleen, uh, chat to me about... I know you want to talk about VAR, and I don't want to talk about it too much because it's Champions League predictions. Before we chat about VAR, what do you think of Rihanna's performance? Because I saw your tweets. Listen, Rihanna, she had me gagged. Gagged. <laughs> But before I even get on to Rihanna, you're cheeky, you know, being like, oh, I gave up my love of Liverpool. You thought this was the night that Everton come and run this town at Anfield. He's like, do you know what? I'm jumping on a pod. I don't want to see this. Now your team, Gakpo scored and you're missing it. Listen, so you're cheeky, you know, you're cheeky. I've got it on on the side here. I saw that Gakpo goal. I got my tweet out, the dance now tweet. Don't you worry about my love for Liverpool, oh, he yeah? He set that one up. He set that one up. Yeah, to just mm. laid that one off and I just pinched it. Um, I'll put it out there. I didn't really rate Rihanna's performance. But wow, shocker. Oh, you're, a, you're that's crazy hating. What's wrong with you? She has oh, wait, a whole nother another person growing up inside her as well, and, and she delivered, and, and you're hating like this. Ruby's the go. greatest crazy player hating. Time. After oh, Aspas. Oh, I don't know about that. Oh, I spice. <laughs> do me a favour. <laughs> I spice, there we go. Come on. I that's my goal, man. <laughs> Come on. Yeah, that's Come my goal. No, nah, put that away. Put that name. away. I don't want to see any more videos of Ice Spice on my timeline. It's bad, man. It's so bad. These are out here going, she's the next Beyonce. She's the... No, she's... She's No, man. No. She's uh, like Liz. a fusion of all the all the artists that have come before and they've just meshed into one person. Brother. Bro, Shakespeare is shaking in his tomb. He's shaking. <laughs> oh, yeah, no. No, let's not, let's not talk about Ice Spice. Let, if we want to talk about any musician, today's day to talk about Rihanna. No Ice Spice mentions or anyone else. Um, Darwin Nunez, by the way, is scrapping with Pickford as as we speak, uh, which will be irrelevant to you if you're listening tomorrow because you will have already seen this. Uh, Livs, you're new to the podcast. As always, got a rule with the person who's new. You have to tell us a fun fact about yourself. Um, have you got a fun fact for us? Fun fact is... Uh, cool. And a bad fact is, uh, okay, cool. I'm gonna give a fun fact, yeah, and a bad fact, yeah. Football related. I've never on an away day. I've never gone to Stamford Bridge and lost. Yeah. That's a Ooh. good. That's a fact. That's a good fact. Yeah. That's not bad. That's not bad. Yeah, that's not bad. I've never. Every time I've gone there, we've never lost. Yeah. A bad fact is, I've never seen my team. Whilst me going to Old Trafford, I've never seen my team win. Like me actually going on as a match day match day fan on a waste. I've away got team. a number of questions here. How many times have you been to Stamford Bridge? I've been to Stamford Bridge 
a good, so I'll say probably since 28. So the first time I went away was the was Mikko Arteta. Mikko Arteta. Oh, okay. So, yeah, so it's not like you've been once. I fully thought you were like, ah, we, we don't lose that on the bridge. On you've been once. <laughs> <laughs> All right, fair play. Um, Old Trafford. I'll be, I, I would I would have come up with a, with a better fact in it because you put me on the spot. Everyone does it, bro. Don't worry. Nah, but the nah, next nah, time you nah, come nah, on, you'll so have right. some mad fat. Like I played five aside with Harry Kane last week. <laughs> uh, Trajista, I've been meaning to ask you this for ages. Did you play with Mitoma? On am I making that up? No, it was. <laughs> Honestly, <laughs> I swear basically... to God, yeah, I've been telling everyone my boy. My no, so so basically, <laughs> when when I went to I went to Japan in 2018, and uh, it was like a like a football tour, and we played against. We played against uh, like the te- like the school he was he was at, and I think I think I'm pretty sure he was he was there at the time. But like, I don't think he played he played, played the game he played. I'm very sure he's I'm very sure he was there at the time. I, I would just say that you played against him. I'm not gonna. Yeah, lie. no one's gonna know low, it. Now, Loki, Loki, do you know what it is? I was tempted to, but the thing is, if it, it goes, it goes. Thing is clipped, and everything. Everyone come back. You played. When, when did you play? What was the date? Do you know, it's just better. It's just better to play it safe. I think, like, I, I, I actually think you're worried that people are going to see you play ball and go, hold on a minute, hold on no, a no, minute. Not that at all, that not, at <laughs> not at all. They'll, they'll think, they'll think, they'll be even more pleasantly surprised because people think I'm whack. So, winger? don't worry, they'll see. Yeah, left winger. Okay, he lives. Yeah, what, what that? So, wait, you know what? I could just tell he, he looks at the wingers. You what? How, are you, are you, what? Are you, are you tall? Well, you got a low center. No, I'm not tall. I'm not tall. Okay, I'm, so I'm kind of yeah, low low center. Like low center I'm gonna. It's, it's gonna sound like I'm gassing myself. But like kind of Hazard, Neymar, Hazard, yeah. so, so just, just, just. You're, you're very more more, more like post 2019 Hazard. More post 2019. You're Hazard. more about you got agility in and out of cones. Agility, low center Drop the shoulder. The, the mobility, the mobility, what it used to be, but the drop of the shoulder still there. What do you think? What it used to be. Listen, I, I got lazy. I, st- I, st- I started enjoying the lifestyle too much. Sure, Ditch been seeing me way too much. Trapeze, all of these places. Yeah, I, yeah. I, I, let, I let myself go a little bit too early. As soon as I knew that pro contract wasn't coming, I said, you know what? Listen, lifestyle, lifestyle seeing me. Trapeze, I'm there. Libs, I'm there. Tape, I'm there. Don't so, oh, so, worry about So, what are you saying? You're basing your game of hazard. I, I try to, I try to. Has more Neymar than Hazard, though. More Neymar, like I, I used to do. Like you give me, you give me Damari Gray vibes. <laughs> do you know what's? Do you know what's so funny? No word of a lie. My barber in Birmingham is Damari Gray's younger brother. No word of a lie. What? Dead, dead serious. Like hundred, like hundred percent. Well, I'm not gonna say his name, but I can do. But what's yeah. What's the chance of that? It's, yeah, that's that You could have named that, that's any, any, any footballer. Any, but that's so funny that you mentioned him. I could have like, said no, his no. Name. I could have said Any, anyone. Literally, I had nothing. I had nothing for Eze, nothing for Elise. Genuinely, because I'm in, I go uni in Birmingham, okay. so his, 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 his younger brother's my barber. Right. Does it like out of his back? Yeah, makes back sense. house, Lester, out house, Lester, basically. This is only down the road, anyways. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's it's not too far. It's not too far. Uh, Lives whilst we're on the topic of you uh, showing off your football IQ, what position do you think I play? <sighs> you give me you give me centre back vibes, CDM. CDM, I, yes, not centre back. Won't I'm catch me playing. Yeah. I'm, I'm not on the bench. Hey, slow down. You give me, you give me Emre Chan vibes. The two so Emre Chan vibes. All I'm saying is Emre <laughs> Chan's a good-looking fella. We take that. We'll take <laughs> we'll take this. Hey, we'll 
with a hint of Sammy Kadira. All I'm going to say here is, Livs, I'm not implying racism, but you just named the only brown footballer no, that played that position. He's just, no, he's clocked. I've realised what it was. He just, every single man was with, with a beard. Every DM with a beard. He's just like, just, any slightly non- ethnic. Let me just, <laughs> <laughs> let me just add as, as low as this. <laughs> I was waiting for names like Ozchan. You look a bit like Ozchan. <laughs> I know you wanted to hear Pelo. Um, yeah, Colleen, good uh, football IQ to know I was a right back, but I feel like I've told you that, innit? Oh, you think it was a right back? You gave me Gary Neville vibes, so I was like, right. Yeah, slow down. Wow. I'm, I'm kicking wow, you wow, out wow, there. Wow, wow. <laughs> <laughs> you said Seamus, Seamus Coleman vibes. <laughs> yeah, 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 they're 100%. Solid right back. Listen, Shame, Coleman, nah, Coleman was wavy. Coleman was actually wavy. Solid. I play both. Played CDM in my heyday. Now I play right back. You know, like I think we've queued this clip about four hundred times in this uh, pod. But go and watch the assist to Kaka, and you'll see. Oh, what how the oh, <laughs> what you assisted Kaka? Why never need Listen, that? Lives never new that. Since, maybe he, maybe Lives hasn't flicked through oh. my my timeline. You know, nah, I need to look. Oh, nah, listen, that. if I, I, if I, I can't <laughs> lie. That, that day is monumental. Hey, is, it, it was a mad day. Um, anyway, you probably sat there, as usual, for 10 minutes thinking, when are we going to talk about the Champions League? Actually, Colleen, I don't know if you play football. Do you play football? No, nah, that's what I see. I knew that. The IQ said I knew that. I didn't want to throw you under the bus and go, what position do you think Colleen plays? I mean, lives not going? right now at 25, no. Oh, did you used to play? A young, young days. You don't even remember the first time I was on the show. It was part of my facts. So, oh, because of that, <laughs> see you later, sunshine. Listen, all I'm saying is, Big centre forward, hold up, play, hit Colleen, make it stick, young and make it stick. <laughs> Aer- aerial ability. Huh? Was you a centre forward? No, I played on the winger. right wing. Winger. Oh, you yeah. was a winger, yeah? I knew you were a winger. I was like, yeah. I used to have played in Barcelona, not for Barcelona, but in Barcelona when I was like okay. 12 and 13, but then you have those immigrant parents, that shit don't run. You know that one all too long. Um, while we're here like someone sat there going are we going to ask Livs yet are we going to ask Livs let's just ask Livs Livs I think you play Livs is an 8 man nope. I think Livs thinks he's an 8 but actually okay. Livs alright cool Liv- alright cool so so from so let's say from 7 to like 18 I was I was this position and then when I got to like 21 to now I'm like 28. I'm a different position in it, so I'm gonna let you go guess. I'm saying striker. Yeah, seven, 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 eight. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. One, everyone go once, one at a time. Go on. right. We're bare keen in it. I'm saying striker to centre back. Okay, what did you say? I was gonna say, I was gonna say striker to um like left wing. Just literally just got shunted, shunted out wide. Okay. Colleen? Not gonna lie, I was, I was a bit rude. I said bench. I'm not gonna lie. Because like, oh, you said enough that you don't play anymore. <laughs> you're so mad. I would ask me. I bet you're probably gonna be on us, right? Go on, Colleen. Have a guess. That was no, my she guess. She told you. She told you. Colleen is Wait, rude. So she's, not rate, she's not rating your thing at all. It's a strike okay. at the bench. Yeah. yeah. She said it with chest as well. That's crazy. You're all wrong. Personally, I would not have that. You are all wrong. Yeah. So. I was a striker in the beginning, and then I matured into like a number eight. Oh, wait, that's what I should have stuck. I should have stuck with my guns. Wait, because when I said eight, you said no. When I said eight, when I said eight, you said no. That's why I said, you know what? Let me break it down. 
Because that's not. But you said no when I said eight, though. Because right now, right now is eight. Yeah, but eight isn't no, but I can still play strike in it. But obviously, I'm matured into like an eight, ten. You know what I'm saying? Okay. Wait, lives how old are you? I'm 28. Oh, okay. I was fully waiting for you to say 21. I was gonna say matured. Let's slow down. But you're 28. It's fine. <laughs> you're a family man. Let's go. Um, because obviously, right. obviously, I'm an Arsenal fan. Henri was like my motive, like my my idol on it. So I was always like even like playing Sunday League, being a striker was my inspiration because of Henri. Like I would only buy vapors. I'll make sure my socks is up to my knees, like Henri. Like that was the inspiration. Yeah. And then Arteta decide, made you decide you wanted to become an eight. Nah, it was Cesc. It was Cesc. Nah, makes sense. Nah, I just wanted to, I wanted to get a little troll enough, man. I wanted to get a little troll enough. Iniesta, it, was, it was Iniesta, Cesc, and all of them, and they're still. Yeah, that makes sense. All right, let's uh, let's talk about real life football. Um, let's 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 forget VAR. I feel like we're going to talk about VAR at some point. Clean, I've seen your tweets. Lives, I've seen you. Everyone's been tweeting about it. Let's talk about it when it's not hipster. Let's talk about it when it's you know when it's you know when it's further down. Like. Wait, affects Liverpool? Yeah, we'll talk about it. Cool. Nah, man, we, we're ah. cozy. You know, big big result here against Everton, playing our stuff, looking confident. I don't mind it. I don't mind it at all. Um, in the table scrap. Hey, Jota's back though. Glorious man. Anyway, yeah, uh, Champions League predictions. Uh, so we're going to run through the fixtures in the Champions League and then also the Europa League, but only the big Europa League ties. Obviously, we're not going to be looking at Shakhtar against Rennes or Sporting against FC Midtjylland. Um, so let's you're go Champions League. Maribor? <laughs> are they even in it? No. no, they're not in it, bro. They might, surely they're surely Maribor are in it. Maribor is Europa League heritage. Even nah, Champions they're League in heritage. the other one, the new version. Well, Conference League. Conference yeah, League. yeah. <laughs> um, so Champions League, PSG, Bayern, massive tie. To be fair, and, and it was literally today the news came out saying Mbappe wants to go to Madrid. Messi saying he's got he's he's off for a bit. Mm-hmm. Uh, Trajista, you're wearing the PSG. I don't know what that is. That like a pre-game. No, nah, I don't. I, I genuinely don't even know. It's a track. I've got the full track. I'm doing full kit. I'm not insane first. I've got the full track suit. That track suit is legendary. Yeah, no, nah, it, go, it goes hard. The other one as well, the white one, the white and blue one. Yeah, there's the white, the white one with the purple and yeah. everything. It came, it came yeah, same time. Yeah, that one's hard. Yeah, that one goes crazy. But um, I have to. This means I have to. I literally have to rep PSG today. Even even if I think they're gonna lose, I I, I can't say this. So I'm Wait. saying three one. Is the first, leg, the first leg at PSG's ground or Bayern's? Yeah, it's a, it's in it's in Paris. Well, who do you think is going to go through overall, Trajista? Like I said, I have to. It's not about what I think today. I've I've kind of shot myself in the foot. It's a PSG thing all the way. All right, um, Colleen. Yeah. Also, feel free to give your thoughts. It's not if we just do predictions, we're going to be done in about five minutes. Um, I don't know. Messi's out, right? He's not even. He's not even part. No, of he's training. He's training. Messi and Mbappe train. Messi and Mbappe train today. Hey, do you know what? I a part of me thinks this is PSG's time. I feel like it's this time, or they're going to be waiting another five, six years of buying wrong and just not having the bottle for it. Um, I know Bayern started off the the season a little bit stuttery. I don't think they've been the scintillating Bayern that we've known in the last like three, four, five years. But I fancy PSG this time, you know. I fancy them. Mm. I think this is the time they they actually grow up and become a big boy. And um, I, I fancy them to go quite far. So I think they, they win. I'm going to say the same 3-1. Well, you At think home? Bayern are going out? Pardon? You think yeah. Bayern are going home? Listen, I, you, I never want to count Bayern out. I'm not going to say it's that easy. But I fancy PSG for once to actually use that oil money to... <laughs> 
a good stead and take them a bit further. If they're not gonna, if they're not gonna move Neymar, Mbappe, and Messi, then yeah, you are gonna move. Come on, when's it? When's it? When's it gonna happen? It's true. It's true. So it's now, yeah. Yeah, but to be fair, Chelsea never won it with Hazard and ended up winning it with Havertz and Werner. So that's true. That is. You true. never know. You never know. We're gonna give Tottenham fans hope, thinking they can win it with the bums they've got there. <laughs> listen, once Kane, once Kane goes, listen, I'll re- I'll actually root actively for a Tottenham Champions League once Kane left, once Kane <laughs> leaves, because that slander. Oh my gosh. <laughs> That sound will feed me for like the rest of my life. Go on, Liz. Content for real. <laughs> I'm probably gonna go with a two-one Paris Saint-Germain win. I say Mbappe and Neymar on the score sheet. I do think um, Bayern have got enough to score. They've got enough quality. You know, Bayern are a good team. Um, I don't think they're gonna qualify though. I don't think they'll knock PSG out. I think PSG will just have enough just to qual- um, just to knock them out. Um, I think was it was it was it two years ago when PSG and Bayern played and PSG knocked them out and I think that was a better Bayern team than this Bayern team now. Yeah, oh. you're not wrong actually. Me too. Yeah. True. And to be fair, but to be fair, PSG are probably better then as well because they've got better names now. But I feel like the, the, it's not as cohesive as as it should be for the names that that they have and the midfield. And they got PSG's now. midfield is very they very yeah, them. but lost, PSG's right? midfield is so weak. Yeah, they lost to Monaco. They lost three one to Monaco um day before yesterday. Yeah. Oh yeah, they did. Yeah. And they lost. And they lost to um. Who did they lose to before? They lost to I think it was Marseille. Marseille. Yeah. They yeah. lost to Marseille yeah. as well the game before. So and I think because obviously their fans are protesting and that, and now obviously it's Champions when League at home, they're gonna be up for it now. You know what I'm saying? Obviously, you see that video so. Mbappe um, speaking to the fans. Yeah, yeah. But so, you know, what? I, I think, think they need to. Go I think they need to win by a, a good couple goal margin. I I wouldn't feel comfortable going to Bayern's place with just one goal cushion. Even two, even yeah. even two. Yeah. You need a three goal cushion. I'm not gonna lie, because no, anything less sure. than that is is scary. What they can turn on over there. Even though I fancy PSG, it needs to be like a comprehensive three one, like four one, like you know, that good goal cushion. Otherwise. Could get well, a little bit shaky. Yeah, even without the way goals. Listen, I think a 2 0 win will be calm. To take back to the Allianz? Yeah. I don't know about that, you I know. I don't know about that. I don't know about that. You know. Oh, no. even, if it's two, even if it's 2 even if it's 2 0 and they go extra time long. Because you have to yeah. look at it like it's this, long. yeah. Take a 2 0 lead to the Allianz. PSG score one, they're going to have to score four. No, just three to take it to extra time. I'm, you, you still got to remember extra time as well. Yeah, but then I feel like extra time favors. Now extra time always favors the home yeah, team. As a player, when you know, oh, I've got to score four to qualify. Sometimes it can you get me. You get tested. But yeah, at home, do or die, nothing to lose. Listen, if you're three down, you, you just throw everything. You throw everything at it. No one's expecting you to come back. Bayern so if you come back, it's like it's like a bonus. Bayern lost Listen, a Champions final at home. So true, true. Yeah. If you're PSG, yeah. you need to go there with a cushion. I wouldn't even take the. I, I did. Yeah, I would not I did, yeah. The worry, the worry is like with Bayern, they're so um, erratic at times. Like, and also they're in a genuine title race title with three race, other teams. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so they they probably come into this probably more um, in tune with with. Like the pace of the Champions League, that's always what people criticize PSG for, isn't it? They always say they, they're playing a farmers' league. Whenever they come to the Champions League, they can't get going. It's probably mm-hmm. the first time that they've uh, come into the Champions League where they haven't been twenty points clear in their league. 
Mm. Um, so in a lot of ways, it might be the most equal time for these two to play against each other because they're both sort of up to speed. Um, but I do agree. I just think like if you don't if you don't take a three goal lead to the Allianz, and I know that sounds like a lot, but if you don't take a three goal lead to the Allianz, they're gonna score three. And and PSG, as you've seen, have defended poorly against Monaco mm. and Marseille. And there has been times this season where they're poor defensively. Um, I don't know. I just can't. I can't see Bayern just rolling over because Bayern would never ever do that anyway. They're one of the strongest teams in the Champions League year after year. Um, but equally, like like Colleen just said, there, it's probably the year for PSG to win it because no one in Europe is actually that strong right now, bar Napoli, bar Napoli. But they ain't going to win both because they don't have the depth. If they do, it'd be an absolute mazza. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm a bit split. Like I hear both ends of the argument, but. I just can't. I can't see past Bayern. I don't know why. So I'll go Bayern. Uh, Milan, Tottenham. This is going to be great because we've got two uh, Arsenal fans in there. Um, <laughs> uh, Liv, you give Tottenham a chance? What? To be fair, though, bro, Milan have been poor this year. Listen, era, Milan is back. I'll be, I'll be real. As bad as Milan are, they'll still beat Spurs. Because that's how bad Spurs are. See Spurs. <laughs> like, I actually, I feel like that club there, yeah. You know, just see what just happened to them. They got battered by Leicester. Like, look. They've and got Harry that, they one yeah, but listen, yeah. Anyone, listen, look at City. City have got problems. They've got a bloody Rico case that they need to beat. Hey, hey, hey. Yeah. Careful, careful. Easy, easy, easy. That's different. Like, nah, they've got so much things to deal with. I'll be real. Listen, panic in the streets of London. We're, beat, we're beating it. Don't worry about it. <laughs> so I feel like right now, first legs at Milan San Siro, I feel like, yeah. bro, Liao's got something for them. Like, Rafael Liao. Against who? Emerson Royal. Come on. To be fair, Emerson Royal's performance against City was a madness. We, but who did he play against? though? Jack Grealish. Come on. Who would you, as a defender, who would you rather come up against? Grealish or Liao? Liao. See Liao. He's probably one of the best wingers in Europe right now. And he's not me, in great form right now, though. He's in. He's kind of. He's in a bit. He's in meaty form. Like he hasn't played well for a good. Good seven eight games. But guess what? That's football, though. Now we're in, you're in the Champions League. Players are gonna use this opp- as an opportunity to step up. You know what I mean? This is like Champions League. Everyone's watching. You know what I'm saying? So like, players are gonna want to step up themselves. You know what I'm saying? They're gonna like it's a wake up call. So mm. yeah, personally, look, look, I'm 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 not I'm not gonna say it's impossible for Spurs to get a result, but I think Milan have got to be so 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 poor for Spurs to get a result. So poor. <laughs> I don't know, you know. I think Kane, uh, Kane, do you know what it is? It's, it's, it's not a big enough game for Kane's ball gene to, to kick in. So I reckon Kane's going to Kane's gonna score probably two, 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 three goals over the two legs. And I reckon it'll beat Milan. Do you know what? I hear it, you know. Like, I don't think, I'm not sure they win at the San Siro, but over two legs, there's just some, like, no matter how bad Tottenham have been, Milan have been poor. And I know I say the same for Tottenham, but Milan have really, really been poor. I'm really disappointed with them, if I'm honest with you. And I know that Conte is getting a lot of criticism at the minute, but I fancy him with the with the squad he has to beat Milan over two legs if Milan aren't on it. This isn't Milan from last season. They just look really poor. They look like he can just about get a goal a game at the minute. 
Mm. Um, with Tottenham, when you, I mean, you can't dispute their their attacking prowess. So it will just come down to the defences then. So I fancy Tottenham over two legs. As much as I would love to see them crash and burn for Ivan Gazidis to kick them out. <laughs> uh, listen, unfortunately, somehow, some way, Tottenham are going to scramble through, and I think Kane will. Um, Kane will be quite influential. Pardon? Son's been off form. Yes, um, yeah. Yeah, Son played all right. Um, Leicester game he was poor, but the City game he was pretty good. I'll, I'll allow him because I'm, I'm I'm like a big Son. I'm a big Son agenda. Like, I, like Son my Son agenda can go season, back. Right? His first season, no? Like, he's yeah. been shocked this season. Yeah, probably. Apart from his first season. His first season, he was like, pretty media as well. I feel like for Spurs to get a result, they need Kane. Um, this is their call for me, yeah? So you've got Romero at the back, Yeah. Then in midfield, you've got oh, but ben, oh, Bentacle's out for the season. Yeah, they're done. Bentacle for me. Nah, Hoiberg, Hoiberg's still there. Like, I'll be real. Hoiberg is, Hoiberg is like he's not as influential as, as Bentacle. Bentacle for me, I think he's their best midfielder. Yeah, like even yeah, you I see agree. what he's done at the World Cup. He had a great World Cup. He was solid for Uruguay. <laughs> Hoiberg, I think he's good, but he's not really as influential as um Bentacle. You know what I'm saying? Nah, um, I think I think Bentacle's better, but I feel like Hoiberg Hoiberg is more influential because after after Hoiberg, like the, the drop off from Hoiberg to like I know everyone's guessing Saar up right now, but I feel like the drop off from Hoiberg to Saar just I don't know. I feel like there's there's more drop off there than Bentacle to I don't know who's even Bentacle's understudy at this point. Probably, it's probably gonna be Saar because oh, uh, Saar just because I guess just, Arsenal they played Hoiberg and um, Saar. Personally, for me, if you take out Bentacle, yeah, or if you take out um, Hoysberg, I feel like you'll see more of Spurs needing Bentacle than they would need Hoysberg, personally. That's just me, like how I see it. And when I look at that, I feel like he, there's more things in his locker that he can do. Hoysberg obviously is more mm. defensive-minded, but I feel like Bentacle is more of an engine, you know, he's great on the ball, he can get goals. Um, he's very intelligent the way he moves the ball as well. You know what I'm saying? I think obviously Oishbar, don't get me wrong, like he's a brute. You know what I'm saying? He's there, he gets stuck in, which is good that's to have. Pretty good technically as well. Pretty good he's technically. Right. Good he's, engine. He's, you know, he gets by he's decent. But for me, Bentacor is he's, he's, he's a great signing. Like he helped Spurs get top four last season when he joined. Yeah, and, and, and you know, you know it's a you know it's a big signing though when uh, if you think back to like a minute ago when you went, Oh my god, Bentancur's out. You're an yeah. Arsenal fan, brother. I'm clipping that and putting that all over the internet. <laughs> <laughs> no, um, but if, and Kulu as well, Kulovesky, big player for me. Kulovesky, yeah, Kulovesky's like, called. I rate that guy so much. I think he's he's probably one of the best wingers in the Premier League. Like the so problem good. is for Tottenham, like in reality, as you've seen this season, if Kane doesn't turn up, it's game mm. over basically. Um, but then at the same time, like, I do agree with Colleen, like AC Milan are like genuinely, absolutely shocking. Um, and Spurs have been rubbish this season, but the reality is they're still fifth in the league. So like, I also I agree that Spurs aren't playing good football. I agree they haven't played well, um, and I agree they're not attractive, but they're still fifth in the league. Results. Yeah, and, and this is classic, like, shit show of a game against AC Milan over two legs, and they just win because they've got slightly better players. Like, literally like the equivalent of a game of FIFA. Yeah, I mean, Milan are fifth, Tottenham are fifth. It's, it seems like it could be, like, quite tight. 
in a weird way, but I Tottenham go through. I can't lie. Milan, they're heading back to where they were for the last 10 years. I can't lie. The way that, messy, if, I'm, so. if I'm seeing what I'm seeing, <laughs> they, hey, they need to hold their hands up. How are they letting Nepali win their, potentially win their first Scudetto since what? Maradona? No. Yeah, Napoli are playing great football all this season. No, no, they are. But Milan, come on. From but last Napoli, season to this drop-off. It's like the equivalent of like Liverpool over there, like that kind of drop-off. Do you know what I mean? Like, I, I mean, I can't off. speak to that. I don't, I don't know. I can't relate to that kind of drop-off. We only go up. but <laughs> It's been about 20 years, huh? Nah. What, the... yeah, it's been a minute. Right. It's been You're a hot right. sec. Are you are you right? Hot sec, and you don't like, even know if it's going to end. It's going to end this year. Top. Seems like you're just like jumping from money club to money club. You, you want to? I just, stuff I, just like, I just like trip. Wow. I just like trip. Um, I have just seen your message, by the way. Just for those of you watching or listening, Trajist is currently got. <laughs> Hold on a minute. I will give you. <laughs> <laughs> if you're listening, Trajist is currently in a building. Um, I will update you. Trajista's basically in a uni building, and uh, I don't know if he knows what time it closes, and I don't know either. And the security guard just rolled through behind him and said to him, Trajista's going to update us. What has he said? Uh, he, he basically just said that they're, they're closing the building, so uh, I need to skedaddle. He's having a stinker. How how far is this place from your house? Yeah, like I could, I could, um, I could audio, but like in terms of video, like I could do it on my phone. This, this but is, this is stinker. This is stinky. Um, Absolutely stinker. I think on. it closes at ten though, so I've got at least fifteen. But I'm hope, I'm hoping this guy doesn't come back down. So I'm assuming it's ten if he's going round now. Oh wow, he's back. Yeah, long, long, long. Oh, let's let's see what's he doing. Okay, I tell you what, we will keep recording. Until mm. the point of this guy being ready to break. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We'll let you go. I've messaged our backup plan anyway. Um, right, we've got one, two, we've got six games to go through, plus Europa League, and Trajista has 15 minutes on the clock. Um, so, Club oh. Bruges Benfica, unless someone feels passionately about this, I'll be real, I ain't watched much of Club Bruges. I've watched a tiny bit of Benfica this season, and I, I'm not going to pretend like I can back either team. Uh, it should it should be Benfica. The only only thing I can think about um, with Bruges is Noah Lang. But I don't know how how he's doing this season. Like I remember a couple of seasons ago, he was he was putting up good numbers. People were linking him with moves to even Arsenal at some stage. Um, I don't, I, if I'm honest, I don't know how he's doing this season. If I'm completely honest, I haven't been hearing his name, so I assume he's not been making the same waves as he was before. Uh, I'm gonna have a quick look now because I don't think he's been playing very often. I don't know. Uh, four goals, two assists this season, so he's not doing terribly. Uh, anyone else have any exclusive knowledge on Club Bruges or Benfica that they really want to go into? Club Bruges, um, Benfica, Gonzalo Ram. I just I seen them in the champ. I seen them in the Champions League. I did think that they were a decent side. Um, they had what's that winger that they had? Um, Noah Lang. <laughs> yeah, everyone knows <laughs> Noah Lang at Club Bruges, and that's it. <laughs> yeah, Noah um, Lang. He was someone that we was linked to. Um, he's a good footballer. When I look at him. You know, technically he's good. Just heard he's got some behaviour problems, which was the issue. Yeah, he, he got in a lot of trouble last season. Yeah. I don't think he heard me at all. Did, did, I don't think he heard me, did he? Was I was I muted or something? Because <laughs> we, we we literally when I say like word for word, 
That's exactly exactly what I said. That's crazy. Let me go. Let me go on Benfica then. Um, well, Benfica obviously they're a good team. Um, they've been well drilled. Um, Enzo coming is a big loss, I believe. Mm. That's going to be a big factor. Enzo was like probably their best midfielder. Um, so I feel like. And they got that striker as well. What's his name? Consort? Is it Consort? Ramos. Yeah. Consort I think he's Ramos. injured. Is he injured? Yeah. I think so. That's a massive blow. He um, had a cup. Um, they're five clear of Porto in their league, but I'll yeah. be real. I feel none of us have watched enough of those. So let's just collectively back Benfica and move it to Dortmund against Chelsea. Yes. Uh, Dortmund-Chelsea. Chelsea. Chelsea. Uh, Chelsea have to. There's Dortmund, no... Mudrick against... Mudrick against that that Dortmund high line, it's lunch. Brother, what we saw Mudrick for 23 minutes or whatever it was against Milner. I, I People do got not care. Mudrick, and ghosted now. No, no, no. Mudrick Champions League Nats. Have you not seen him for... Mudrick, it is his name. That's not his name. His name is Midrick. Not his name. Mm. Oh, here we go. Mudrick, Mudrick Itarian, all of this, all of these slander names. Listen, that Dortmund high line, it is lunch. It's lunch. Wait, let's, wait, hold on. Lives, let's hear this agenda and then traditionally you can put in a fight and uh, hopefully Colleen's going to stop texting whoever she's texting because she's clearly... Colleen, are you, are you, you're up to stuff all the time, innit? Hey, I'll be, in, I'll be at your pod in an hour's time. I'll be out for drinks in an hour and a half. I'll see you soon. Do I sound like a um, like a fifth-year-old EastEnder? No, I don't know. It's the it's only cold like cold. default action I've got. <laughs> this is a team. Yeah. Uh, go on, Lives. What's your agenda on Modric? The guy snake turned Arsenal. He said Arsenal. He was he doing. He was literally. Sold us he a said. He actually had. He, he literally. See what he Mudrick, had. He had. He had Arsenal. Mudrick had. You had Mudrick on your arm the whole night, and and Chelsea pulled up in a range outside and said, "Yeah, safe." No. Cheers. You've been buying. You've been buying no. drinks. You've been no, doing snaps. You've been saying, "Yeah, cool." That's not like you're speaking from personal though. experience. Yeah, be busy. Be That's what it sounds like. You're talking about this. This sounds like never me, never me, never me. God forbid. You see that whole narrative? <laughs> I don't understand it because you're saying Chelsea came in the range. We our range was outside. Furthermore, we had the G wagon outside. Do you get me? Nah, your then, range was it was a four, it was a fourteen play. It was nah, a fourteen nah, nah, play. We, Chelsea we, come we, through. Chelsea come through with a twenty two play. No, <laughs> blacked out. We, Matt Black. We had the <laughs> We're the ones that are top of the table. We're the ones that had a G-Wagon. We're saying, yo, you're good with us. They just didn't believe in the process. Did you get? And then later on, when they jumped in a range, when they jumped in a range and they clocked, they were going to a dead motive, they now saw what <laughs> we were doing. They said, oh, I should have came there. I should have came there. What are we doing here? That's exactly okay, what's I respect happening. it. I, was, I, I respect it. I respect it. See, with Modric, yeah? I, I'm not going to lie. He's a top, top footballer in it. Like, I'm a big fan of the guy in it. Like, bro, the guy had me doing up 5 p.m. Shakhtar watches when I was like, I'm watching Shakhtar at 5 p.m. <laughs> just to, nah. just, just to, just to nah, scout him. Because I'm looking at him like, yo, I know why Arteta wants him. This guy, left wing, will bang. Like, honestly, our system will be perfect for him, which you get. Bruv, but Shakhtar slimed us out, the owner. Like, something dodgy definitely happened. Like, oh, 100%. Someone got paid. 100%. Do you see that interview? Did you see um the CEO? Um, what's his name? Um, Dario Scherner. Nah, not that the CEO, um, Pavakin or something like that. And he was on Sky Sports. Oh, and yes, yes, started, yes. He done an interview on Sky Sports explaining like what happened. Yeah, do you remember yeah. that? He talks about mad, like a charity yeah. match, the money getting yeah. paid. Yeah. Yeah. But then, you know what's so mad? Yeah, I watched that interview, and then I watched his interview on Talk Sport with um Simon Jordan and um Jim White. <laughs> 
yeah? And he kind of gave a different, like, it was kind of different because he was telling them that, yeah, they gave us extra money just so we can ha- we can add it to our trust fund. But he never really mentioned that on the Sky Sports interview. Mm. It made it look like it came out of the transfer fee. But then on TalkSport, he, he basically said, yo, we basically get, they gave us an extra fee, but it wasn't a part of the um the transfer fee. It was at something separate. So I said, yeah, something de- dodgy definitely happened. It was definitely a political move because I felt like it was something that could benefit Ukraine more. And I feel like Modric was more of a... Um, he kind of got forced to do it. You know what I'm saying? It's like they actually brainwashed and say, listen, this is a good move. <laughs> wow, this copium, this copium well, is crazy. This is breezy <laughs> copium right now. It's crazy though. But that's what happens. <laughs> I think, though, the one thing I will say is I've, I do feel something dodgy happening between because the way Shakhtar celebrated Mudrick's sale was weird. Like mm. Shakhtar were posting like at the bridge, like from the Shakhtar account. I was like, yeah. They bumped, they bumped, they bumped Chelsea for a hundred m's for a guy who has not even hit fifteen professional goals yet. They're thinking, Whoa. yeah, <laughs> they I'm just going like produce them. They're thinking we can just literally go and produce a next Mudrick from the academy tomorrow. Like, yeah, we're going to do it all over again. They hit a lick. When do you when do you see a team sell a player and then tweet that the players arrived at his new ground? Like it's weird, man. Like so Leverkusen did it for Havertz. I remember Leverkusen did it for Havertz. They were they were doing it so much and even. Um, when Ajax with Van der Beek, they're like, oh, look after our boy. And yeah, but Van, bro, Van der Beek and Havertz had so much history at Leverkusen and um, Ajax, respectively. Modric didn't have no history. <laughs> he was, do you know what I mean? Like, he was, he was just... Uh, isn't he, academy, isn't he from no, the academy, no? Nothing. He had nothing. Is, is, is he not from the Shakhtar Academy? Or, or am I, yeah, he, yeah, he came am from making Shakhtar that up? Academy. He came from Shakhtar's Academy. Yeah, so he's probably been there. He was even loaned out the season before. Like. Yeah. Well, like listen, we have to, no, we have to let it go. We have to let it go. Remember when they were trolling us? Remember when they were trolling us? The account, the Shakhtar account. Like, listen, two, three days before you We left. have to oh, heal. Man. We have to... Listen, I know it's Valentine's Day tomorrow. <laughs> I know, like, the hearts can be hurting, but we have to heal from from this. We have to listen, heal. Listen, the only he way made, heal, James Milner look like a potato. The only way I'll heal is if we win the Premier League title. Just so I can say, wow, wow. this could have been you. Forgive me. <laughs> he's, like, go, he's getting bagged. We're gonna make a, a transfer. Yeah, um, ask me from the top of the pod. Tell him I said hi. <laughs> um, you said hi. Hey, he said hi. Hi, everybody. Hey, Ian. Hey, legend fella. How about ski tick? Now, of course, if you're listening, you have absolutely no idea what's going on now. What actually just happened to, to Trajista Sancho? Let me very quickly explain. Uh, security arrived at this building he was in that I told you about earlier, and he's now left. But James, for just the reason that he's a top guy, was already waiting on standby. We just subbed him in, live and direct, within... And you listen to this thinking, oh, this is, they must have had to sit around for ages. We don't do that to clean and lives. They, these two are superstars. We don't make these people wait. We got James in just like that. Clean was pissed anyway, just for no reason. But, you know, <laughs> look, she's fuming. She's fuming at me. <laughs> um, James, I'll update you where we're up to. Champions League predictions. We're on Dortmund-Chelsea. And as soon as you just hopped in, and uh, the people probably definitely want to hear from you, um, thoughts on Dortmund Chelsea as a tie? 
I don't know, man. It feels like it feels like one of those where Chelsea been bad for so long. I think Dortmund have been pretty good recently, but it still feels to me as though Chelsea could get something out of this game, and it would just kind of signify the fact that the Premier League is just ahead of other leagues at the moment. Um, also, it's one of those ones where in the Prem, Chelsea aren't really trying their best. It's a bit of a dead rubber for them, even though they've got an outside chance of top four. But with Champions League, these players, Enzo Fernandez, Felix, they're going to be so up for it. Mm. So I just think, uh, I don't know, Potter's, Potter's been annoying me recently. I think I think the way he's been going about his business, um, I don't really agree with. He's He went into this game in the pre-match interview. He said something like... Um, we're good, but you've got to re- remember that Dortmund are a very good team. We have to respect them. And I think as a big club manager, you've got to have the mentality to come here and say, no, we need to show them who's boss. We're Chelsea. We're here to win. Um, I think I think um, I'll go for a Chelsea 2-1 win, um, even though the Dortmund oh, atmosphere at Dortmund. will obviously be electric. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I think Chelsea can win this. Mad guy. Are we? Are we lot? Are we all watching the same Chelsea? Because we were just ch- chatting about Modric and uh, Lives has an agenda. Kalim, you haven't actually heard about your Modric thoughts or your Chelsea Dortmund thoughts. Listen, I don't read um, Grandpa at all. I don't think he's a, a Chelsea ilk manager. I don't think he's got that mentality of a big club. A lot of the stuff he says, it's still like he's at Brighton or like an Everton sized club. It's just a bit pathetic. If he's a, like, you know, this is Chelsea, won the Champions League like two seasons ago. And the way they're talking as if to say that they should, you know, be humble, you know, respect the process they're on. Yes, they're on the journey, but Chelsea don't need to be humble. Chelsea has been one of the most successful English teams of the last like two decades to be humble. Absolutely not. Um, the way they're playing is awful. Absolutely awful. And I think Dortmund have started to pick up have started to play a little bit better than they were at the beginning to mid part of the of the season. I think they're what third now, currently yeah. third. Still, they're still yeah. in the still in the thick of it, just behind um, Leipzig. I think Chelsea don't get a don't get a win at, um, at uh, Dortmund because it's a very tough place to go and to get like a, a positive winning result. But despite everything I've just said about Chelsea, I just think at Stamford Bridge somehow, some way that quality, like we saw at the weekend, that Enzo. Um, Ball into Felix. That's just that's just that's just their quality. That's just those players of top 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 quality. Despite Graham Potter's efforts to make that Chelsea team to, to run it into the ground, despite his best efforts, these kind of players should be rising to this occasion. And I think over the two legs, somehow, some way, Chelsea Chelsea will go past um, Dortmund. I'd be very surprised if Dortmund beat them over two legs, but mm. it's not going to be easy. Um, listen, for all my heart, I'd love for Potter to fall flat on his face because he's just. He's what, really... what, what, I've got a question: Why you hate like Potter's the nicest geezer in the world? Why do you hate him so much? <laughs> exactly, he's that's really, why. That's why he's he's nice guys don't win. He's just happy to be there. He's just happy to be there. He's like, yeah. oh, get these he's fresh trims now. Get to wear a nice suit. Get to go out on a Wednesday and a Tuesday night. <laughs> like he's not. Come on, you're telling me that when you look at Graham Potter and after now how we've seen him at Chelsea. The way he talks to the media, the way he talks after games, the way he just generally is, his manner on the touchline, and the way Chelsea have been performing. You're telling me this is a, a guy that's going to lead Chelsea to greatness? Nube, nice nice guys never win. Exactly. Like, just, just, just to build on that, though, it's, it's interesting because obviously when Arteta came, to bring it back to Arsenal, when Arteta came to Arsenal, <laughs> there was such big talk about him having no experience. And it's true, he had no experience as being an actual manager of a club. But what he did have was four and a half years experience 
in a top elite environment at Man City, knowing exactly how that well-oiled machine worked at an elite level. Whereas Potter doesn't have that. He's seen how you can <clears throat> be a Brighton manager. He's seen how you can overperform and challenge bigger teams as an underdog. But he doesn't have the experience of having that top mentality saying we're going to impose ourselves on opposition and we are the best team around. Um, so whereas Arteta had a lot to learn in terms of co- managing players individually, I think Pot has a lot to learn in terms of being in that elite environment because he hasn't been there before. Yeah. At least Arteta, when he came, it's like he said, yo, I'm trying to bring that culture back. You know what I'm saying? He, I'm trying to bring mm. them back. Like you can see, like when you're listening to when you listen to Arteta's first press conference, you can tell there's passion there, there's energy. Do you get me? Like he means what he's talking about. You know what I'm saying? He's got that self belief. With Potter, it's like sometimes I listen to him even after certain games, and I'm like, that's the wrong type of message. Like I think there's one. Was it when they drew? Is it when they drew to Nottingham Forest away? And he was like, oh, we 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 scored a goal, but it was I feel it was unfair to Nottingham Forest, and I'm like, can't be saying that like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is that the guy you're gonna, who's going to rally you guys? That's what I'm saying. I also think. Yeah, yeah, go on. I was going to say I also think it's a bit dangerous because with with Arteta to him for him to overhaul the dressing room, he had to be that main guy and demand respect. Graham Potter has been backed by the Chelsea board, but at some point, if the Chelsea players just keep thinking this guy's a joke, then at some point they're going to turn against him. And there's so much player power at Chelsea. I know at the moment they're trying to say there's not. But these players could easily be like, nah, we're not going to play for this guy. Get him sacked. And then the cycle continues of being all player power at Chelsea. And um, I don't think they'll have long-term success if that's the case. They might win trophies here or there. But to be competing with City, you have to have a sustained system where players like Jao Cancelo, who don't want to play anymore, there's the door. Mm. But in saying all of that, both you and Colleen have said Chelsea will go through. I don't know. Yep. I, I, I favour Dortmund. I yeah. think this speaks to more how poor the not how poor the Bundesliga is, but the different level of the of the Premier individual quality to get you through when it's a knockout two fixture. It's not like a thirty eight game season yeah. against you know the likes mm. of Dortmund. It's a knockout fixture, and I just think somehow, some way, that individual quality will, should rise above. I I really like Dortmund, man. Yeah, they're on a good run as well. Yeah, I don't know why like you lot are down like you're you're downplaying them. It's, rule. it's also got... interesting because I don't think I don't think Chelsea have Badia Shile because he's yeah, not he in the squad. Think yeah, exactly. So it's gonna be um, Koulibaly probably. And Badia Shile has been yeah. excellent. He's been probably their best centre back along with Tiago Silva. Mm. Like he's coming to that team straight away, made an impact. You know what I'm saying? Mm. Koulibaly for me, question marks are still there. I, I don't think he's really the the guy that they thought they were getting. Um, yeah. So by them not bringing in Badishili, you're going to see that he's going to be a big loss. Especially with um, Dortmund's attack. They've got guys like Mikoko, guys like Reina, Brand, Royce, Bellingham. Like, guys that can, that, that, that can get goals. You know what I'm saying? And I feel like first leg being at Dortmund's ground, the atmosphere will just be too much for Chelsea. And Potter, for me, is not. A, I don't know how he's going to deal with that atmosphere. Mm. He's never also, been in an environment like that in his life. One thing is though, Chelsea under Potter, especially like the last six games, haven't conceded that many goals. So like, if they can keep it at one 0 you can bring them to the bridge and win. Because but like, go on. But as we were just saying, Badia Shile has been a big part of that defense. Yeah, true. He's not there now. True. Exactly. So that's also interesting. Um, Kukarella hasn't really. Yeah. He's been defending like a clown recently. 
Yeah, I'm 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 gonna side with you though. I back Dortmund to go through. I just I don't I just don't think that you can just t- like hit a switch and be good in one competition and stay garbage in the other competition. Also, I don't I don't think Potter has any idea what his starting eleven is. He now knows he's got Enzo, he's got Thiago, he's got Kepa, and then after that, it's like whatever day it is is whoever he's gonna play. Um, also, random fun quiz question for you. And I've, I'll give anyone 50 quid if you can answer this without using Google. Yeah. You get one one try at this. Um, James, I'll go with you first. Who's the last team that Dortmund lost to in all competitions? Mad. Um, absolutely mad. Um, I feel like you wouldn't, be an- you wouldn't be asking this unless it was... Were they in the same group as Liverpool? Am I going mad? I'll let you figure it out. I, I don't I don't I don't think they're in the same group as Liverpool. I'm just gonna say it because you've asked this. I'll say Liverpool. Matt, Colleen? I, I don't I I generally don't know, but as soon as you said it, Frankfurt came to my head. Don't know why. So I'm just gonna stick with it. Nope. Lives. And bear in mind I'm saying fifty quid for a reason, because it's like am I just gonna give fifty quid away if you can just guess a team? It is it's random. I remember it was a weird team. Cause I remember seeing on Twitter it- people were laughing. Um and we all, I'm gonna be so upset if you get this. We all thought it was like a country. Am I right? Oh, that would be mad if it is. It was mad. I remember seeing it on the timeline, bro. I'm so oh, it is a country. Look at his face, man. <laughs> Isn't it? What? Go on, hit a guess. Hit a guess. Is it like Gibraltar or something? Hey, you're out of guesses, so it's lives. Is it? Is it? Is it? Is it? Is it, is it Vietnam? You've Googled that, brother. There's no way. <laughs> on my life, I never. I remember seeing that. Brother. On my life, I remember seeing that. Everyone was there. There is a I remember that. I remember that. Brother. Listen. I remember you're at that. The, you're at the point we'll where. We'll review you... the footage. We will review the footage. Yeah, I, I uh, got to look. You were at a point going, oh, it could be a country. And then you've gone to I Vietnam. Because you know why you said it? You said all oh, comps. If you said the league, I probably would have said my Gladbach. Because I remember that's the last time because I've been watching um, the Bundesliga and I remember the last time I, I remember them losing. Me watching Dortmund was my Gladbach. I think they lost that 4-2. I think they were away as I well. I, away. I just stopped at Vietnam because I was like, that's a great question. Well, but I remember I'll look at the footage. Were, these were November. Yeah, we'll review the footage. This was yeah. eye-tracking software to make sure your eyes <laughs> stayed up. This was November, December times. It was That's November. Crazy. Yeah. Yeah, was November. I, remember, I remember this, bro. Everything's on Twitter. I remember this. <laughs> Liv, do you take paper? <laughs> <laughs> Listen, I didn't say. I didn't say I'll how put, many installments is going to be in. I'll put his. I'll send you his PayPal link. Don't worry. I'll send Listen, you. I'll Klarna, send you. don't worry about it. Two pound fifty yeah. a month for a long time. Edu <laughs> <laughs> um, Gaspar vibes. I see. It. <laughs> um. All right, Liverpool Madrid. This one's tasty, man. This one's very tasty because both these teams have been absolutely awful. Uh, Faisal, who's obviously a regular on the pod, was raving about um, Madrid beating Al, uh, was it Al Halal in that game? I honestly, I, he was like tweeting Valverde pictures saying, "I told you about this guy," and I was like, "You've just played Al Halal." Um, and then Liverpool have obviously just beaten uh, Everton. They play Newcastle in between their game before they play Madrid. Um, Colleen, mainly because you're yawning, I feel like energy's low. I was going to sneeze, but I didn't. Oh, no, no, please go ahead. Who's stopping you? 
I wasn't going to sneeze at like a loud noise. Liverpool-Madrid, where are you on this one? Because this is probably the the match between two of the worst teams in Europe that you'd expect to be better. I don't think... I don't know. Maybe it's... I just don't think it's that hard of a of a thought. I know Madrid haven't been... have not played that well. But Liverpool... <laughs> Liverpool... I don't care if they've just beaten Everton at home. They always beat Everton at home. I'm so sorry. This is going one way. It's going to it's going to Madrid. I don't want to break your heart over there. I know you're thinking, you know, you got Jota back, you know, you just beat Everton. You're thinking, oh, maybe we can do something, you know. Maybe Militao's been a bit shaky. It's not happening. Shaky. <laughs> a bit shaky, a bit shaky. But it's, um, it's not happening. Um, I Like, I'm not saying Madrid are going to win the Champions League. I just think they've got enough to beat Liverpool. Like, there's not much of redeeming qualities in that in that Liverpool side. And I, although I do think this could be um, Carlo's last season at Madrid if he carries mm. on the way he's going, um, I think he should be getting out a bit more. And considering they they're quite happy with their squad, they didn't reinforce in January. Almost like a mirroring thing with Liverpool. I just don't think Madrid have been. I think we're looking at it as who's been worse. I think Madrid. Have been have got the edge over over Liverpool. I just don't see Liverpool beating them over two legs. Yeah, I agree. Will Van Will Van Dijk play? Well, he was on the bench for this game, yeah. and he he charged off the bench to strangle one of the Everton players. So I feel right. like he's fine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, interesting. Think... That could make a big difference, but he's obviously not been not been his best self. But still, having oh Van Dijk. Oh my god! Defense... What happened to Virgil? Listen. Listen, don't make me chat about Saliba not winning any aerial duels against Ivan Tony, all right? By the way, let's be real. Don't bring that up. You know what people don't understand, though, yeah? Saliba is still a young centre back. Like, why are you taking the bait? We're here to put yeah. Liverpool and he throws Saliba and you, you, you go straight for it. Don't take the way. I've been seeing it everywhere. Where was Van Dijk at, where was Van Dijk at 21? Not even Gronigan, probably even before Gronigan, to be fair. Listen, we all develop at different times. And when I was 21, I was butters, all right? 25 came, everything changed. You feel me? <laughs> so we all develop at different times, you know? Anyway, uh, back to Liverpool Madrid. Yeah, yeah, I'm, ra- I'm so rattled by that. <laughs> not, even, not even in the way that you wanted to. <laughs> Basically, one of the aerial duels... Saliba got given a foul against Tony, which led to their goal. And it was such bullshit. It was actually a bullshit foul. Tony was holding on to him from behind and Saliba was just like leaning over him. It was given as a foul. The free kick led to two offsides, then the goal. And and there we go. You could tell they were targeting him. They were trying to isolate the centre-back. Don't get me started on the PGMOL. That's all. Listen, uh, the Liverpool uh, back onto Liverpool. It depends on how Nunes plays because if Nunes wants to play chaos ball, anything can happen. Um, but if unless Nunes has a crazy game, I think uh, yeah, Madrid win quite comfortably. Mm. Central C, <laughs> interesting. All I got to say with Liverpool, I mean, they're playing against the champions of Europe. Um, you obviously you lost in the final last year, last season. You might use that as some sort of motivation, but I just feel like Madrid's class, I think the experience, the quality that they have in midfield will be too much for you. Like Modric, Cruz, Shuameni, Camavinga, Valverde. Like you can see the quality that they have. I think it's too much for your midfield, if I'm being honest. And their firepower. 
Vinny, Rodrigo, Benz. It's too much for you. Also, these guys have the ex- they have the experience to yeah. get through these competitions as well. And they're good at um, n- No disrespect, but Liverpool have got going to turn up probably with Bajetic in midfield, who I hear was good uh, yeah, he tonight. Dropped a monster class against Everton. Yeah, I hear, I hear, but against the Chouameni, Modric, and Valverde Bernabeu. midfield. Bernabeu, come on, rescue the kid. But if Liverpool can mm. get a result, this could be yeah. something to help give them that little spark, that kind of life to try and make that top four charge. Maybe Arthur Mello can, you know, make an appearance and say, hey, drop a monster class hey. at the Bay. Like, this is what you guys have been missing for the last six months. And then get injured again, probably. Um, I, don't even, I don't even know if he was on the bench this game. Seriously? Because Thiago's out, right? There's no Thiago. No, yeah. No, he's out. Like, it's just not looking, It's just not... I'm trying to find a way for Liverpool. It's just not looking good. Oh, good. With with Chelsea, at least Chelsea have you. You see these players, and you're like, their ceiling of Felix, Enzo, these players could pull out a really good performance. With Liverpool at the moment, you think like, who? Unless Salah goes back to old Salah, you look at players like Gakpo, and you think, look, no disrespect, but I don't think I don't think he's gonna change the game to come too soon. That kind of level, like personally for me, see when you lots when Liverpool sign players like Gakpo, Nunes, etc. From what I've been seeing from Liverpool, you know, a Liverpool team that's been competing for Premier League titles, Champions League, I didn't think those are the signings that you actually need. You know what I'm saying? I think especially Gakpo. Like, Gakpo's... Like, James, don't you think we could even sign Gakpo when when we probably finish eighth? Like, Mick Arteta's... Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. That, mm-hmm. We we could have been possible of, of, of signing him. That's how bad it was. But then, in like, all fairness, oh, though, when Jota signed for Liverpool and Mane signed for Liverpool and Salah signed for Liverpool, you would all probably say the same thing then. They were well. better, though. They were, better than, they were better than Gakpo, though, for being honest. Mane was killing mm, at Southampton. Salah had yeah, but very good loan spells. But Salah was in Fiorentina, and Fiorentina yeah, weren't good then. Yeah, but exactly. He's making noise. Yeah, Gakpo was problem, killing at PSV. He's serious, making noise. But, Come on, Serie A is a much better league than the bloody Eredivisie. The problem with Liverpool's rebuild is that the, whereas City tend to buy like profiles, 26-year-olds and keep keep the conveyor belt going, Liverpool have gone basically 30-31, 20-22. So there's a massive jump in quality and it's going to take a long time for, for it to actually, for you to get up to speed. Whether, I guess, in the financial position you're in, you kind of had to do that. Um, but yeah, it's left Liverpool with a lot of players who kind of look out of place, and also mm-hmm. logistically signing signing Gakpo didn't really make sense because you still needed a midfielder. So, you know what? I think do you know what? Like, I know. I think we've all been like doom on Liverpool, but I think there's what I think there's a way Liverpool can get through versus Madrid, and that's where I've been screaming for Klopp ever since you could see that this was not so far this season when it's not been working. It's not. It's just not been clicking the way he wants to. Whether it's due to injuries. Or whether you just think the players just run out of steam from the intensity they've been playing out, whatever you want to put it down to. I think Klopp needs to go back a little bit and be way like 10 times more pragmatic. Listen, Real Madrid are going to expect them to be playing the way they've been playing, still kind of stick to Liverpool's principles that have been working so well for them, not working well this season. They need to kind of take it back a little bit and actually appreciate. And I was saying before where Chelsea shouldn't be humble. I think Liverpool needs to be humble a little bit, go a bit mm. more pragmatic, hit them where they're not going to expect them to be like that and then make it a really tight, difficult game for them. That's the only way I can see them even getting through. Made, the way you, they're you, playing currently against Madrid, I don't see them 
to the women. You might be able to confirm this, Nube, but didn't Klopp say something recently about having to like wind down the amount that they're pressing? Yeah. I don't know if this was in like a TIFO video, but basically he turned around and was like, look, um, we're trying to press the way we used to, but it's not working. So we're going to have to wind this down and kind of change the style of play. And then it still wasn't working very well. So I don't know, you've got, you either, you're either stubborn and try and play your old way, which isn't working or try and completely change that and play a way that the players aren't used to. That's the problem is because they'll kind of get caught in the middle. In all fairness, on on two things. Firstly, the style of play against Everton, obviously this is a very small sample size, but um, they played more direct from pretty much the get-go. So the ball was going into uh, Matip and Trent and they were playing balls up to Darwin and trying to compete for the second balls higher up the pitch, which is what I felt they should have done a few weeks ago, actually, when it was all going pear-shaped. I was like, we're not winning the ball high up the pitch. The only way you're going to win it is if you if you set up so you're already high up the pitch, so then you're competing in the final third, which is what they essentially did and, and hustled Everton. Madrid are a different kettle of fish. But the other thing as well is, on the point of um, what Colleen said, that Liverpool, uh, sorry, Colleen and James, you both said, like Chelsea have a ceiling that they can achieve and we don't know what that is yet because we haven't seen how good they can be. In all fairness to Liverpool, they've beaten Napoli this season and played outstanding at home, beat City at home and were outstanding. Um now, obviously, beating Everton. Again, obviously, I know Everton aren't a top side, but it's a derby. And, and before the game, everyone, Colleen even said it, everyone expected Liverpool to lose. And in the Champions League this season, Liverpool have been pretty flawless near enough. They got slapped by Napoli that one game. Um, so I do think, like, if there is a team that is built for tournament football and can sort of, like, com- like park the league and chase after the Champions League, it is probably Liverpool. The problem is there's PTSD against Madrid every single time you play them. Um, and also, there's always the feeling that Madrid can just go, yeah, we just fancy it today. And then you go, yeah, well, now, now what do you do? That is true. And also, I will say, when I compare Liverpool's ceiling to Chelsea's ceiling, I mean, Chelsea's ceiling is against Dortmund in comparison to Madrid. Yeah. So if your ceiling's still higher, but then Real Madrid are there, whereas Dortmund and Chelsea, you know what I mean? You, you kind of um, want, you want the second leg to be at Anfield, to be honest. Um, first yeah. leg being at Anfield is a killer, really, because you might win this 2-0, but then, <coughs> or, or 2-1, um, Madrid might turn up and smoke you in the second leg, and then it don't matter. So, are you all back in? Going to the are you all back in Madrid? Yeah, I'm back in Madrid. All right, Madrid. I want to back Liverpool, mm-hmm. but, I, but I think it'll be Madrid. Just the no, second no. leg thing's an issue. Back your boys. Back your team, boys. Like. I need to defeat <laughs> so quickly because we're all doom and gloom. That's that's your team. That's your man. Listen, back I'm back not there. deluded. You know, I'm not deluded. I'm a proper, I'm a proper football fan. Um, no, I don't know. I just, that second leg, the second leg's a problem for me. If you get, if a second leg is at Anfield, I'll back Liverpool every single day of the week. But when you have to go to the Bernabeu and they've scored one away from home, it's 2-1, oh, yeah. you need a goal desperately. It's a long night, man. Long, um, long. And you've got man like Modric. Modric? Modric, you can just turn up and go, yo, today for five minutes, I'm just going to do a mad thing. And you just like, you can't stop those things. They've got the um, Thor thing going on, innit? They've got the... He's just knocking Trivellas out from yeah, all over the shop. That's what Modric will be like. Um, Frankfurt against Napoli. I think the writing's on the wall for Frankfurt. There's probably no point previewing or even chatting about this game or even trying to predict it. Napoli are on smoke. Best team in Europe right now by a country mile. Sorry, Arsenal fans. Um, but what, you don't think they're the best team in Europe right now? No, I just thought it was a bit cheeky, your little comment. I know about that. <laughs> <laughs> nah, nah. I actually think they are, but a team that you probably wouldn't talk about is Barca. Hmm. Barca are probably up there at the moment. If you look Wait, are, we at talking, like are we talking record. about Barcelona or whatever team you're referring to? Barca. 
Before you say that, no, I want to see Barca competitively beat United. Oh, we're going to come to that yeah, game. We're going to come I, to that I game. I hope so. I hope so because I will not be able to stand them if anything goes we're, wrong. We're, we're going to chat about that game. Don't worry. We're going to chat about Barca, Manu. Uh, we're all back in Napoli to beat Frankfurt, unless. Mm. Colleen, any, any reservations? You know, you, you back Frankfurt to be the team that beat Dortmund last for whatever reason. I, do you know what? I don't know. Just like, you don't know, just have one of those teams that's like a little bogey, funny team. Whenever I watch them, they just like ruin things for me. I, that's why I thought. <laughs> but Napoli, listen, they've been phenomenal. Amazing. And yeah, no, I don't think it's going to be a shocker there. Um, let's go back to the point of Napoli being the best team in Europe. Obviously, James disagrees because there's some team he's created called Barca that uh, he reckons are better than Napoli. Um, anyone else that you'd put forward? Is there still a shout for City? Are we saying right at this moment in time, as in right now? Not not saying the first 20 games, because they've proven they've done it for 20 games and they're doing it right now as well. Over this season, they've been the best team. Yeah, I think that's fair to say. Right now. I don't know. I just feel like if Napoli came up against City tomorrow, I'd still back City. So I'll tell you what gives Napoli the benefit of the doubt is the fact that they're more comfortably clear at the top than, let's say, we are. You know what I'm saying? But then again, you can say, obviously, the quality of Serie A compared to the Premier League is different. You know what I'm saying? Mm. But, Mm. you know, Napoli have been a joy to watch. You know what I'm saying? Like, guys like, I can't even say his name, Cavara. Kavara is all people just call him Kavara now. To be fair, Kavara Donna, Kavara that guy there. What I'll do to have him at my club? Oh my god! I'm glad you said that and not something else. The way you said what I'll do, I was like, let's stop it right here. This is a halal (laughs) podcast, twenty four seven. Keep it in your DMs. (laughs) Ozilman, top striker, been linked with the likes of United. Apparently, Liverpool been linked with him. Um, Things been linked to Barca as well. So. I don't know, man. I think, I think, I think, I wouldn't put it past them. I'll be real. I would even put it past them to win the whole Champions League. I'd, I'd enjoy that. I'd enjoy that. I just think to win both competitions, considering the pressure they're going to come under towards the end of the season to win the Scudetto is going to be massive because they, they always trip over their own feet without fail. Obviously, there's no one actually that close from this year into our like 15 That's points. 15 guy. points clear. Yeah, but honestly, I've seen Damn. Napoli be like 12 points clear of Juve with like 18 games in hand and somehow they'll still lose enough games to allow Juve to win the league. Juve aren't in it. If Juve didn't get the points deduction this season, I guarantee you Napoli would have tripped up again. Um, but they're well out of it now. Uh, I think they are the best team in Europe. Um I think we'll see when Barca play United, and, we, and as I say, we'll talk about that game. But I think we'll realise Barca aren't the best team in Europe. Whereas I think Napoli will Napoli can play their style and beat anyone right now, pretty much. Um, Arsenal Napoli would be a great game of football, you know, like two teams that are so fearless and so like obsessed with their own plans and their own ideas. It'd be sick, but we won't see that because Arsenal are in uh, what's the other competition called? See, I knew. See, I knew this whole thing was him being cheap. I was just asking. He's never asked this question before. He asks it when Arsenal drop points for the first time in how long? Listen. He comes up with these cheeky. We haven't even been talking about these questions four weeks ago. Where were these questions four weeks ago? Isn't it? Yeah, isn't it funny that he's collected three Arsenal fans mm. to chat about the Champions he, League and then start chopping these little 
All I'm, listen. Brighton and them, man. Look at you. Colleen, I know you listen to every episode of the pod from start to finish because I know you love the pod so much. Mm. I rave about Arsenal every single week. I just, I've got to be, I can't just sit here and go, yeah, they're the best team in the world. That's my, oh, sir, no. Oh, sir, no. <laughs> I can't be doing that. <laughs> you absolutely can. We're not going to stop you. Uh, right. Uh, Man City, Leipzig. This could be interesting, you know, because Pep is still trying to work out what's going on. I think a lot of this actually hinges on how City do against Arsenal. I get a feeling if Arsenal turn up and roll City, oh, oh Pep is going to start playing people all over the place to try and figure out what's gone wrong. And Leipzig could fully like use that to their advantage. I don't think they will because I think they're shit. Um, but if ever there was a chance to give City a run for their money and, and potentially knock them out and be the surprise package. Probably now, isn't it? Nah, I just think Har- Harland in the Champions League, that's his bread and butter. He loves that. It's yeah. it's a game of... Go on. No, I don't, I don't want to rub out City too much. I think they'll have enough to beat Leipzig. I mean, like, don't get me wrong, Leipzig are a good team, in it, you know, and Cuckoo, he's going he's gonna to be going anyways after this season. You know, they've got freaking Lima. Is Lima still there? Yes, I hope so. Conor Lymar, they got Werner's back there. Um, they got Josco at the back, solid. They've got a decent balance of a team, you know what I'm saying. But I think they'll still be enough for City to win. I'll be real. I can't go in there and just be like, because oh, City have, you know, had a bad run. That Leipzig can. Go I think. Well. I think what you've got to think about as well is Leipzig love to play this high octane football where it's high line and this. Haaland is going to eat that up, man. It's just going to be De Bruyne every time doing that little pass between the lines. Haaland will get a hat-trick that game. Um, he, they've signed him specifically to win the Champions League. The Champions League is more about transitions and Leipzig are at the extreme end of a team that will give you that. Um, so I think I think it's one of those games where City just go on a madness and win like 6-0 in the um, in the group stages. The first the first game's at Leipzig, but I wouldn't be shocked if at City they win something like 4-5-6-0. Hmm. I wouldn't be shocked. What? Oh, sorry, go on, Lips. No, so I wouldn't be shocked as well. I agree. Like, I wouldn't be shocked if, if City smacked them. I wouldn't be surprised. I'll be real. don't know. I, I just feel there's something in the water at City. There's something in the water over there and something's not working. And I, I'm convinced Pep's going to do something different again because I, I, he still is trying to figure it out. I would love Arsenal to beat City and then City ain't got a clue and Pep starts playing good one at centre-back and he's like, yo, I've got to do something different because I just know he's scratching his head going, ah, I'm doing something wrong. But um, what it's worth, I think what they how they lined up against Villa, I thought, okay, he's finally got his heads screwed on. This is probably looking like a team that's going to... If he continues playing, what well, I don't think he can. Cause I think Diaz is out, right? Diaz is is he out? Is he injured for the Arsenal game? No, he's chilling. They both. I think he just got subbed. He was on a yellow. He was on a yellow. So I think he just. Harland was okay, right? Just had like yeah, a tie. Yeah, he's fine. That was a pre-planned sub. I'm so yeah. convinced that was a pre-planned yeah, sub. Yeah, and yeah. they pretended, oh, thigh injury, mm. just to get in our Arteta's head a little bit. I think 100%. they were always going to take him off at half-time. 100%. Smoke and mirrors, man. Pep's, we can Pep's beat a master City. at these We can times. actually beat cities. It's actually on us. I'll be real. It's on us, yeah. It's on the fans, the players. First of all, the atmosphere has got to be lit, you know, because 
That it will, it will be. It nah, but you know what oh. it is, like, like, for example, you see the see the Manchester United game, yeah. I was at the Manchester United game and I said, Cool, for us to get a great result, we need the atmosphere to be lit for minute one. And I feel like after the first two minutes, we kinda like we didn't have that much of the ball, yeah. And we can and see what Arsenal is what we do like at the Emirates, yeah, is that when we're not on the ball and it looks like oh we're not really it doesn't look like it might be our day. We just we, we, we sit there and we get worried. You know what I'm saying? Instead of actually making yeah. noise. Do, do, do you, you know it? you know that yeah. that's from years of like Arsenal Wenger's Arsenal. You're so used yeah. to having the ball. Like the ball uh is like what Wenger taught you to be the thing that you require to win games. Um mm. and but so there's fans, like an obsession over having it. We get worried as fans. Now like, Brent Brentford Brentford just watching from TV, Brentford was way worse. We the fans yeah. looked so or sounded so nervous oh, that yeah. game. We were just I don't know until our goal. We were, it was very quiet. Yeah, the blue machine um, is breathing over your shoulder. I've been in this situation many better, times. Man. It's not nice. <laughs> We've got to do better. I'll be real. Like one thing though that I like is that when we concede straight away, we're on it. We're chanting like you know what I'm saying that's something that I haven't really seen before. So Re- real talk though, very quickly. We're not going to chat about the city Arsenal game too much, but. You take a point in it. No. No, we're... you got to take a point, man. No. They come in. No, no. you know what? You cannot you roll lose, the... You lose away. You take a point away from home. You try and win your home game. I'll tell you why. We have to win our big home games. If we want to win the title, every big game at home, we have to win. It's as simple as that. To get... If we're away, cool, maybe. But we're at home. We have to win them games. 100%. If you take a point plus, at home, would you get away from home? Like, if you're saying we take it home, like... And plus, look, give up now. me for this, but I, I think... Point. Huh? Say again, you take a point? I think so. Why? Only because I'm so nervous about what could happen. I, I really, oh, really... Because really, people were saying this. Well, I can't remember what game it was. People, Maybe it was the Liverpool game even. People were like, will you take a point? Or the United game. I was like, no way, no way. But this game, I don't know. It just feels different. Let, We've got scars on, from last season. Let me let me tell you. Let me put it this way: if, a certain standard, we can't look. Spurs went and got a win. United went and got a win. Liverpool went and got a win. It will look. It will. It will be. It will, it will be mentally demoralizing. Yeah, for us to get a draw or lose, it has to. I be promise win. you, though, if you lose, the title race is over. They they will win the title if you lose, I, and I'm saying that from experience. Like, that, yeah, that's what I that's because what I, that's they. That's but that's that's the problem, right? And I think that's where like I love Arteta and the reason the team the three teams you mentioned Spurs, Liverpool, United they all played dog awful football to win that game. They all played counter attacking football. They all hit the ball long whenever they could. You're not going to do that. You're going to try and play your football to beat them, which I respect obviously, but. I've been in those shoes when you go up against City at home and you go, we beat these lot, it's ours. But they are masters at winning those games. And if they beat you, it's done. It doesn't matter what happens. They will the pick up momentum. It's City this season, though. I disagree. Because I don't yeah, understand my... if you take a point at home, what are you going to do at the Etihad? <laughs> like... We'll have Jesus. You know, City have the sixth City have the sixth best away record in the league. They've only won five out of ten games away from home. So, I don't know. Man. We have we have to win, man. I, I'm, I'm so scared. We I'm have so to scared. Win. We have to win. It's us against us. Only we can stop ourselves. If the players turn up, the game is there for, to be won. I'm telling you, City but, are going to be on the ropes. They're going to be worried. Do you, they know the energy. If, if you jump in two-footed into this game and lose, 
surely you'd be more annoyed at the fact that oh we just threw we threw we threw it away basically in this case you could control your own destiny by drawing is what i'm saying you lose and you've thrown it away by trying too hard to try and win it early but do we need the momentum if we win if we win i think we will win the title as well so when you say if we lose we'll lose the title. if we win the confidence that will give these young players i think will propel us towards the title also um, the game at hand as well it's okay. such a test of their character, though. Players like, I know Saka will turn up in this game because he always has for us this season. But players like Erdegaard's been off the pace a little bit recently. I want Saliba to step up. We need to see these guys. Erdegaard's showing... been, been off the pace? Mm, I don't Last two games specifically, I don't think he's been um, as good as he was previously. And I fucking no, love I think he was. I think he was good against... I think against Brentford, he was good. I think Everton, the whole team was kind of dead. So I can't really blame him. Yeah, he was tidy. He was tidy. But what we've come to expect this season is he is the, he's like the primary creator in our season. He's he's making stuff happen. But I didn't see that as much against Brentford. I thought he was trying it a little bit, but but nowhere near, for example, like the United game, I thought it was a lot better. Because you know what they did, um, Brentford, yeah? They shut out all the spaces, like especially in the mm. wide areas, you know what I'm saying? And there was space just through the middle. But we never, we never utilized that. No one came and dropped to get me and utilize that space, and that's what our problem was. I tell you who else disappointed me in that game is Zinchenko. I thought he was unbelievable the few games before that in January. He won January Player of the Month, um, but against Brentford, he was just frustrated. He was shooting when he didn't need to shoot. He just wasn't wasn't himself. But yeah. he will have a point to prove against City, and I think he will have a good game as well. The great news here is I follow all three of you on social media, and I've seen these thoughts repeatedly. But thankfully, this is the Champions League. Um, so we don't have to talk about us anymore. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm sure I'll see your tweets at 10 p.m. on Wednesday. Um, and depending on what happens, I just want to put it out there. I'm back in. Oh, sir, no. Oh, sir, no. Come on, us no. Um, right. Can't hate me now. <laughs> Inter Porto. Oh. Um, <laughs> what, what were you saying with this one? Because Inter a bit. Inter are second in the league, but they have lost six games, I think, and Porto are second. In the Portuguese league, they're five behind Benfica. I want to say maybe six. I'm not 100 percent sure. Um, this this is probably the makings of like a very normal Champions League tie. You know the ones over the years where you go, "Ah, right, if it's on on a day when it's not one of the big sides, I might give this one a watch." It's probably that tie out of this these group of ties. Um, anyone got a particularly strong feeling towards either side? Inter confident. Inter win. Inter um, having the likes of Barella, Latara Martinez. You know, um, Lukaku's back there. I think they should. I'll be go back. three two into them. Yeah, I'll, yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll back Liv's opinion. I don't, three no, two. No, wait, it's first yeah, leg. Three, first two. leg at um Instagram, yeah. 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 Uh, yeah. You know, what? I'll go for three one. Inter win. Inter don't score many goals though. Nil nil against Sampdoria, one nil against Milan, one nil against Atalanta, two one against Cremonese. Cremonese are shocking. They lost one nil to Empoli. Uh, beat Milan 3 0, 1 0 against Verona, 2 1 against Parma. Yeah, yeah, but honestly, brother, Copa. we spoke about AC Milan earlier, and I don't think you clocked how, how much me and Colleen are telling you they're so bad. Um, uh, listen, if, if Liverpool were playing AC Milan, like we'd be sat here telling you Liverpool would win, so I'll tell you how poor AC Milan have been. Um, Porto are on a mad streak, by the way. Well, as as I just found out, Porto are unbeaten in their last 21 games and have drawn 
I think two or three times during that period. So I'll be honest, my three-two prediction was completely just instinctual guess. Um, looking now, as you said, Inter don't score many. Porto are on a good streak. Maybe I think the the tie will be decided by penalties. How about that for a rogue shout? Oof. So you've had Porto top their group. They beat Atletico Madrid on the last group stage game 2-1. They had Leverkusen in their group where they beat 3-0 and 2-0. Leverkusen had 10 men in one of those games. Um, so they actually had a pretty solid group stage considering they started the the, the league quite poorly. Um but Porto are also this team that in the Champions League, on certain nights they can turn up and on other nights they can't. Was it last year when, was it Oliveira started banging in goals from free kicks and stuff? Do you remember? Yeah, they had like a really remember, mad run. I remember which year it was. Uh, I feel like it was last year. Maybe my memory's um, wrong. But uh, yeah, I'm, I'll back Porto for this one. Honestly, I think Inter and AC are going home. They're both poor this year, really poor. Um, and Napoli have stepped up so much. So, um, yeah, that'll be that'll be me. Lives. Stress, man. Jesus. You were talking three one Porto a minute ago. Now it's yeah. Now that obviously he's come up with this poor stat, it's interesting, man. See, sometimes I look at the first legs results as you know clearer picture to like, what would actually happen. I feel like first leg, if Inter comfortably, you know, cruise and, you know, go for like a 2-3-0 win or whatever, I think the tie will be done. I think for any chance for Porto to go through, it'll have to be like a 2-1 win for Inter or a draw. Or obviously if Porto win. But if Inter smoke them 2-3-0, I think the tie's done. I don't see Porto come back. I just don't see Inter doing that. I'm not going to yeah. lie. I don't see... I've been so unimpressed with both Milan sides this season generally and I don't rate um, Lotero Martinez either I really don't Same. I, I really like him I think he's I'm not even sure he's even overrated because in my mind I think everyone should be of the same opinion that he's not he's that great striker. I think he's a good striker oh. he's the Latina Lacazette that's why <laughs> yes that's exactly what he is that's exactly what he is um whereas with Porto I kind of fancy them because I don't see Inter scoring two, three, four goals against them. And Porto, I know Muggs, Ivan, like you said, they topped their top their group. I fancy um I fancy Porto. I don't think it's gonna be the most entertaining tie though, so I probably wouldn't watch. But Yeah. Porto. If you had to rank these one to three in terms of ties you would watch, um yeah, I don't know why I'm adding more context. I literally need no more context. Um <laughs> what would be your one to three? I'll give you mine. The number one tie that I'm sitting down to watch is PSG Bayern, hands down. Um, then I think uh, Liverpool Madrid. Naturally, I've got bias towards uh, Liverpool, but I do think with the history in that fixture over the last few years, both of them teams will turn up for one of those legs. I don't know which one. Um, and then probably then I'm struggling, man. Like I think the rest of the ties are actually quite bad. City Leipzig, uh, Chelsea and Dortmund is decent. City are a bit miserable to watch, aren't they, though? But so yeah. are Chelsea. So are Chelsea. That's what I'm saying. Like, And then Tottenham Chelsea, are miserable yeah, to watch. Chelsea and Dortmund, I feel, will be a good tie because of the talent on show from both teams. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm. A little bit of Jao Felix watch. A little bit of magic in the air. Some ends off. Na- might even watch Napoli-Frankfurt, you know, just to watch Napoli smoke another team. Like They, they do the same thing on repeat. You just can't stop it. Mm. I agree with mm-hmm. you. Uh, he's poor, Lord. 
Just Kalina agrees with me. We made it. Get out of town. Get out of town. The only reason I would watch Madrid and Liverpool is just purely because of the history. And you just kind of want to see if Liverpool could do something for me. But I just don't, I don't see it. But it's something you've got to watch. Like one of those things you have to see. Like both Milan's, the rest of the, the English clubs, it's not it. I've seen me in very poor ties. Yeah, mum. Um, all I'm saying is Gakpo winner against Madrid. Then he gets his Messi meme. Dance now. Dance now. Come on, Gakpo. Um, Disney Plus have you been watching? I've got to see this. Hey, honestly, after he scored today, he was rejuvenated. Confidence is a wonderful thing in football. Um, final game to talk about. There's actually quite a few. To be fair, I actually think the Europa League ties are better than the Champions League ties overall. Um RB Salzburg Roma is going to be decent. Ajax Union Berlin will be very good. Uh, Shakhtar Ren, Shakhtar is just one of those teams, but I wouldn't watch that. Sevilla P- PSV could be decent. Sport in Midland, Juve Nantes could be very decent. You know, Juve, Juve play shocking football. Those awful football teams to watch. And Leverkusen Monaco, that is Champions League heritage. Heritage. Um, but Barca United is the one we're going to talk about because we've been going for quite a while and the guy who's got to edit this is two hours to finish it. And uh, I apologise in advance for all the tech issues that I have caused and everyone else. Um, Barca United. You were saying earlier, one of you was saying earlier, I can't remember who was saying it. Was it you, James, saying that Barca are the best mm. team in Europe? I, I don't think they're the best, but I think they're up there. You definitely said best promises. earlier. You said best earlier. Though. No, no, no. I did not say best. I did not say best. You said Napoli and I said, pause, let me enter Barcelona into the conversation. I don't know if I think Napoli are, but I think Barcelona would give them a good game. I think that'd be a cracking game because they have two very opposing play styles. I really... what? Where's the first leg? Is it a Barca, right? Barca, yeah. Oh, I would love... I would love Barca to smoke them because these United fans at the moment are getting very, very annoying. Even more than usual. Um, and yeah, Barca have been really good this season. I just think they will be able to control the game and eventually they will be able to Casemiro will be back for that game, but I just yeah. think they'll be able to pick pick apart United's defence. Lissandro Martinez isn't there either, so I think it'll be a Luke Shaw left centre-back. And I just think Barca are going to probe, good. probe, probe and it probably win 2-0 in the end. Sabitza looks good. Yeah. But but is he going to be able to cope with Barcelona's midfield? Pedri, Busquets? You know what it is? It's better than what they have, though, I'll be real. Like, it's better than what United have had like, in that midfield. Like, but you know, like, it's saying that is kind of like going... Um, you know, like I really don't. I really want Coke, but here's a glass of water. <laughs> no, <laughs> you know, <it> like <laughs> you know, it is. I feel like with Sabitzer, yeah, I think technically, I think he's better than Fred and McTominay. He he's more intelligent. Um, he he reads the game better. Um, he's got a bit more experience, especially like in the Champions League. He's been at uh, um, a um a football institute in RB Leipzig. You know, he's gone to Bayern, followed Nagelsmann. Like, I'll be real. Like, I won't, I can't really put it past him in it to put in a performance. I think he's got the quality needed. Every game he's played since being at United, he's showed good signs. And yeah, bro, I like, personally, I think, I think, like, I think United can get a result on it. I'll be real. I think they can get a result. It's also suited to them. People, people are sleeping on Lewandowski. People are forgetting he's one of the best European goal scorers of all time. Um, and and finally, if there was one right back you'd want against Kunde, I think uh, against Rashford, I think Kunde is probably one yeah. of the ones you'd put forward to deal with him because as a defensive right back, as someone who's 
pretty fast. Um, he is probably yeah one of the first players you want to you'd want to choose to deal with Rashford, who is in unbelievable form. Did Kunde play against um, England during the World Cup? He did, but that France team are terrible. So, um, but also got a better system, and also he's got a really behind him. Is fine, I'll be wrong, but. But I think it, when you come up against someone like Rashford, there's, there's two basic things that you need to be able to do. One is keep up with him, uh, and two is not dive in because you can keep mm. up with him. And Kunde's pretty good at doing both of those. So I think you're exactly. chilling in that sense. Um, Rashford, right now, he's the most informed player in Europe. Yeah. Fully. I think so. I think so. Like right now, he's killing it. They're just scoring yeah. everything. Is that so? Is that and like your like the argument of Rashford and Sabitzer? Is that enough for them to to beat Barca? No. Uh, why well, is the Sabitzer yeah. argument, by the way? Yeah, I'm not backing the Sabitzer argument. No, 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 Remember, remember, they got Sancho back. Sancho looks like he's playing well. You know, they got Gonzalo coming off the bench. No, no. But think, there's levels. There's levels to this. Yes, I'd be rule. I can't put it past United and get a result. Like, yes, you can say Barca are favourites, but it's not impossible for United to get the result. Yeah, it's not impossible. But I just think, especially with the way Barca have progressed this season, I thought for a long time they were in a false position. I was like, yeah, but it's going to fall off. It's going to fall mm. off. It's just not... I just, I just don't see this team um, keeping it together. And then after the World Cup, they've got a, an amazing defence record. Their midfield looks amazing. Let's not even talk about Pedri. I think we could wax Liverpool about him for... For a long, long time, and as you alluded to, um, Lewandowski, who's quietly going about his business now. That's not to say United haven't been decent, especially since turn of the World Cup. But I just think Barcelona look a little bit more stable, a little mm. bit more stable as a structure. And I just think United, you couldn't as much as you could say United could could you know probably still beat them. I could still, I think, in the same breath, I could be like. I wouldn't put you know put it past United to have that wobble and look really shaky against them. Whereas against whereas Barca, I wouldn't say that with them. I'd say no, they'd give a real solid outfit. But I'm, that doesn't mean that they can't lose because I still think they've got a higher ceiling to go to. But yeah, Barca control games, whereas United kind of go punch for punch and then usually end up on top. Um, I think Barca, not Barca, United actually got bad in terms of xG against Leeds. I think Leeds. I didn't watch the game, but kind of dominated the game until about the 70th, 80th minute and could have won that. And then obviously they drew the game before. So, yeah, United are definitely not um, indestructible despite some of their results we've been saying recently. And as we've been saying, at the end of the day, one team has Lewandowski up front and with all due respect, the other has a Weghorst up front. This is this is not comparable. Like The, the thing is, though, the, there's two sides. I think the game suits United because... Uh, the success they had against City was because they they played in, they basically played Ole ball. Let's be real, yeah. they play Ole ball. It suits them. Um, but the second part of that is United aren't actually scoring many goals. Uh, mm. And if Rashford isn't fully on it, which actually I think in the last five or six games he hasn't been, but he's got the knack up in front of goal at the moment. They're not going to score like two or three in both games. They'll score one in one of the games, and they might score two in the other one. Barca are fully capable of scoring four or five over the two legs. That's my thing. Um, and with no Lissandro Martinez, like they didn't have Lissandro Martinez for 70 minutes against Leeds and they were all over the shop. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I, I, I agree with Livs that I do think United could probably beat Barca at OT, maybe 2-1, but 
but then they've they've got to hold hold a hold it up at uh, Camp Nou, and I don't think they can do that. So overall, I think they're probably destined to go out. Um, I mean, on the cockiness of United fans, by the way, I saw like a United fan tweet earlier. He's got a big account, United Cynical, I think his name is. He tweeted about United's next Premier League fixtures, the next five Premier League fixtures, by the way. Um, are Leicester at home, um, Liverpool away, Southampton at home, Brighton away, Newcastle away. Guess how many wins he predicted out of that? Four of them. Four. I did he predict four wins and he one draw? Predicted four four wins, one draw. And I was like, brother, like let's I know for a fact if they draw against Leicester, he's predicting four losses. He's going, we're, we're doomed, it's over, <laughs> we haven't got it anymore. Um yeah, I think they're going through that phase that a lot of football fans go through when their team is uh like kind of pulling back to a place where they're probably ahead of schedule a little bit, you get a bit overhyped, then you get slapped in the face, you come back down to earth. Then you go again. Um, yeah. Anyway, um, who have Arsenal drawn? Has Arsenal's draw come out? I haven't, honestly, I haven't even no, looked at no, that no, competition. No, because we finished top of the group. That's why United finished second. That's their problem. Uh, oh, and yeah, by the way, yeah. their fans were complaining about, I don't know, to be fair, uh, probably after the second leg, isn't it? Yeah. Um, which will be in two weeks. Uh, but United fans were complaining about having to play Palace midweek before us and saying, oh, Casemiro would have played against us had he not got a yellow card in that game. But it's because they didn't win the group, which was their fault. Yeah, so yeah. that was the only time it could have been rescheduled. So I don't know why they were complaining. That's their fault. They should have won the group. We quite easily walked a group, which was just as hard as theirs, I believe. Um, all right, lovely. Uh, just before I let you go... <laughs> James, uh, I forgot to tell you, by the way, James, this entire episode is going on YouTube for the first time ever. You just stuck two fingers up. You've had your head like down near your phone. Um, I did forget to tell you that, though. My bad. Uh, very quickly, has anyone got any Valentine's Day plans, James? Uh, nah, I haven't, unfortunately. I'm going to the Arsenal game. What, what day is Valentine's Day? I'm going to the Arsenal right, game. It's, Wednesday. it's in an hour and one minute. One minute. Uh, no, unfortunately not. My Valentine's is actually happening this weekend. Um, so I'm seeing my girlfriend this weekend, which will be nice. Mashallah, very nice. <laughs> Go on, Livs. Not this year, unfortunately. Hey, we go again next year. We go hey. again next year. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you know that feeling, yeah. You're an Arsenal. F- you know how it is. We go again next year. We go okay. one year. You'll have your Arteta year, and that will be the year. Hundred percent. Um, honestly, I swear to God, if you listen to that last pod, there was a lot of chat, chat about dating websites, and I'm convinced that the No Ratings Pod is going to get a Hinge.com uh, sponsorship. I'm convinced because there are a lot of single guys on the pod, a lot of single girls on the pod, and I'm I'm just here to you know oversee, make the cash, and let people do what they're doing. You like to like be an agent of chaos, though, for sure. You're an agent of chaos. You like to to get your, uh, get your little Cupid bow and arrow out. For sure. I think I'm just, I'm a phenomenal matchmaker. I've got that feeling. That's my future. Watch, when I'm 35, hideous, and I'm not getting TV work, I'm going to turn into matchmaker. Real walk. Two, one, two year now? Yeah, chill. Um, What's what's your Valentine's Day plans? I have no Valentine's Day plans. Yeah, sure. Get back in the line then. (laughs) Whoa. I'm playing, I'm playing, I'm playing. It started with Colleen Slander. It finishes with Colleen Slander. Uh, I'm only messing. Uh, thank you for your patience with the tech issues, Colleen. Lives as well, but although Lives is quite happy with the, he's not bothered by the uh, tech issues. So specifically, I apologise to you, Colleen. Um, James, pleasure. Thank you for stepping in last minute. Uh, for those of you listening or watching, make sure you subscribe, follow the pod, uh, follow all the guys on socials as well, and follow the pod on socials as well. Also, another thing, 
Um, one, I forgot to do the icebreaker, and the producer's going to kill me for that, but I apologize. Uh, two, uh, we are now working with So Rare. So over the course of the next coming weeks and months, there's going to be loads of tickets and signed jerseys given away. Uh, so stay tuned for that. I feel like that's everything I need to do for today's pod, but I haven't even opened the agenda to even look at that. So he's going to fume when he comes around to editing this. Uh, but for you lot, thank you for listening, and we'll see you next time.